listening to the Cutting Chai Critics. This is a millennial, female, and raw take on Desi movies, OTT shows, and pop culture. This is our very first episode, and we'd like to start off by discussing the works of a director that we both quite like. That's Zoya Akhtar. Yay! So let's dive right in, Madhra. Uh, yes, in fact, she is my favorite director. I think uh, my honest opinion is no one does uh, mainstream entertaining films with nuance and with a certain amount of intelligence like she does. So in that sense, yeah, absolutely my favorite director. I have enjoyed uh, pretty much her whole filmography so far, which is starting with Luck by Chance, which remains one of my favorite films till date. Um, and then, of course, also all the better-known films, which is Zindagi Na Milegi Dobara and Dil Dhadakne Do and Gali Boy and so on and so forth. Yeah, agree. Um, you know, I quite like her too, for the reasons that you mentioned, which is, you know, a very intelligent and smart take. Uh, but I think what I like, what she does very differently, in my view, is that, one, she uh, doesn't over-focus on anyone. I know that's also her criticism. Like, people go like, oh, there is no one hero and one heroine. But that's probably what I like the most about the way she makes her movies. Because life is like that, right? I mean, it's closest to life in the sense you have ca- characters coming in and going out, and they're all interesting in different ways. And she kind of catches the nuances and, um, you know, paints each character with so much detail. Um, that mm-hmm. That's like my favorite part. Also, no, I think she's absolutely. probably, you know, one of one of the few directors making beautiful movies, like movies that look great, right? The houses look proper, the decor looks, you know, perfect. Even the cutlery <laughs> on the table, I just, I just find her movies beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah, and they're not beautiful to look at in a Sanjay Leela Bansali way or a Karan Johar way, where it looks you know, opulent oh, and uh, artistic, but, you know, you cannot imagine anyone having a house like that. They're just beautiful in a very normal, um, relatable sort of way, I guess. But, uh, yeah, coming to your point about the fact that she doesn't focus on one character, I think, bang on, um, I love the fact that she makes ensemble films. Uh, I love the fact that she has... She has a lead or two leads usually, but there is a lot of richness to all the other characters that inhabit the world also, uh, which is, I think, really missing in a lot of Hindi movies because what we see is that, okay, directors will flesh out their lead um, characters, but everyone else is a cardboard cutout. And I think that doesn't happen with her films. And I think that's that's amazing and that it really makes you want to know more about the other people and you're a little more invested in everyone's journey not just the lead roles yeah totally agree in fact and i think what i really like is as she got more famous and more popular and sort of higher stakes she didn't give up on that so even gully boy which technically is like a more mainstream movie in the sense Hmm. of one big hero there is just so much um there are so many angles to every character gully boy uh, so that's that's fantastic. Though I do feel like in terms of her style, she luck by chance was probably like her most, uh, you know, real or or or, or the most sort of uh, how shall I put it, artistically sort of uh, honest take. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the kind of movie that she she's really good at, and she would have continued doing. But 
movies i feel like she slightly goes more commercial more mainstream tries to fit in songs stuff like that <laughs> yeah absolutely and i think that's because uh, luck by chance really just did not get the response it should have gotten and i i truly believe that it is severely underrated uh, and it's not even about timing i'm sure if she, if she were to release it today it would still not be considered you know a film that you can go and watch in the theaters which is sad because i think luck by chance is great to watch no matter when and how but yeah i think the fact that it's not linear the fact that it's not there are no neat happy endings the fact that there are no conventional happy endings i think that sort of hurts it in the way um, that it, it doesn't seem like a very palatable film which is why post that she has made sure that every film has a conventional happy ending at least yeah yeah and also i think luck by chance is probably the movie where she did not underline and sort of have characters spell out um scenes in the way that she started doing later so yeah. luck by chance was all show and no tell uh, but as she moved to even for that matter made in heaven right yeah. um you you literally have a voice over guy <laughs> who's like underlining and putting all caps to make sure everybody gets it <laughs> yeah which is which is actually the one thing that i don't like about the subsequent work and the fact that dil dhadakne do has the dog narrating everything and sort of yeah underscoring every point by saying oh this is how people do this or this is how. i mean it's really not required but i think it's just one of those uh, you know things where she's a bit scarred <laughs> from yeah. that by chance yeah you know actually though i mean dil thadakne do frankly is my favorite movie out of everything mm-hmm. that she's made and you know that's a little uh different i think because most for most people i think the criticism for dil dadakne do was it's it's about rich people right i mean zindagi na milegi dobara also people said a lot of that and i think she's frustrated by that criticism and to be honest, i am I'm frustrated by that criticism <laughs> because I, it's not even criticism it's just saying like you know i you're have only so allowed to, to make people yeah. <laughs> it's it's honestly upsetting um the fact that it it comes you come across this so often and i have come across it more, mostly from people who heard it from someone else and it's a very easy sort of criticism right where you just hear it and it sort of feels like yeah sure that makes sense and then you go and parrot it to someone else and it's amazing to me that the same people who tell me zindagi na milegi na zindagi na milegi dobara is unrealistic and people are too rich these are the same people who do europe holidays for 3 weeks so i am not sure what is unrealistic to those people i mean i would understand someone from a very poor family in a rural area saying that they couldn't relate these That's are fair. urban yeah these are urban english speaking people who have exactly that amount of money to spend who are pointing at this and saying oh this is uh, too rich and too unreal <laughs> but but also i think you know to be fair that hypocrisy that urban rich indians have when they say it's too rich is the same hypocrisy that zoya herself employs to some extent for example hmm. i mean in zindagi na milegi dobara itself you have that whole spiel about the bag right and and yes. kalki's character being like you know insanely rich and why would anyone buy a bag and i found that piece a little hypocritical because i'm like dude you're a bunch of three guys who's spending three weeks in europe okay <laughs> and you are like privileged and rich by any objective metric but Absolutely. in indian standards right yeah. 
and and then to kind of pull up a bag and say see we are not that rich so we are okay <laughs> i thought the kalki's character was very sort of uh, you know she didn't do justice to that one the I, rest yeah. were all yeah pretty good. i think i think the, the yeah i think the one place where zindagi namalegi dobara does fail for me is is in how it treats its women both of them uh because i think it it just takes two women and sort of makes them polar opposites uh one is uh your typical male fantasy and one is your typical uh nagging shru quote unquote yeah. that yeah. men are running away from and neither is a very nuanced take they're both just there for um, you know one is there for everyone to basically you know dream about or oh, who they would love <laughs> to be with and the other one is there for some comic relief <laughs> i don't think true. that's fair on either yeah but also she makes those two women work really hard man i mean katrina has to first you know dive then look at norithik <laughs> with very adoring eyes and then he still doesn't get the damn point so she invites him to whatever festival right the tobacco yeah. festival and then he still doesn't get it so they spend a night out and then he still doesn't get it so she has to take the bike and you know ride i don't know how many kilometers to come and kiss him and yeah. he still doesn't get it so <laughs> she, she has, has to then land up exactly yeah. <laughs> so like kitna mehnat karoge yaar i mean she is katrina kaif like look Look at her, you know. She's like every male fantasy come true, <laughs> and you make her slog so hard, you know, for a guy who's not like really super likable or anything like but, that. But no, but that's that's all part of the male fantasy, right? Which is that the guy doesn't do the work <laughs> even in that fantasy. Yeah, true. The part true. of the male fantasy is that there will be this amazing girl. um who will also fall in love with you and who will also take on all the work of expressing <laughs> what this means coming to you making it clear to you all of that true and then you know the other girl does exactly all of that right i mean yeah. she she understands this guy's family setup she's friends with his mom kalki's character actually you know it's her job which i know a lot of rich urban indian women tend to do i mean mm-hmm. i know personally know women who've done that with jobs plan for the wedding then worry about him and have to call him every now and then <laughs> actually land up you know where he is just to make sure he's all right and look at the way she gets treated man like this is fantasy versus reality right there you think you want katrina but when someone acts like katrina she'll end up looking like kalki to you that oh my god my mind is being blown with this analogy <laughs> no i think that's absolutely true i think one of the things where the film is also very hypocritical about kalki's character um is in the way that it treats her trust issues i guess um yeah. i mean it's it's very it's very funny or very um, you know it it's it's passed off as funny the way she has suspicions uh, about her fiance cheating on her maybe but at some level it's a little bit hypocritical because look all around you we are surrounded by those realities um and they are very gendered realities so to expect women to behave exactly the same as men when it comes to infidelity and trust and the possibility of infidelity i think that's ridiculous but also you know i think zoya kind of makes that point because you do have that friend of kalki 
who's uh, you know husband went off on some bachelor trip and he hmm. had an experience with whatever uh with a random um you know encounter right so hmm. so it is mentioned right at the beginning so you know kalki is not coming from a place of like complete paranoia i mean she's coming from a place where people like them have done like interesting things on their bachelor trips and yeah. she doesn't want that to happen to her you know uh-huh. future husband right so, absolutely yeah. yeah i think if zoya you know if, if she had done the luck by chance treatment to this movie then abhedeol's character would be a lot grayer yeah <laughs> but uh, but because she wanted to kind of keep it light and a little frothy i think he gets he gets away with it okay. yeah 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 that's true because even that ending right like basically this guy is a flaky guy who kind of settled for kalki because she's convenient to him in a lot of ways hmm. and and then you know basically has the engagement party you know books the damn lehenga like orders the cutlery gets the cards printed and then hmm. thinks that he's going too soon hmm. uh, and then you know he just goes and tells her and apparently she's okay with it and she's found a boyfriend <laughs> already by the time rithik and katrina marry and I they're all one like, big happy family yeah haan. and i think that that is just a fantasy i think which yeah, does that is roya i think catering yeah. to more commercial interests yeah. because you need that one big song that can be played again and again <laughs> on every right and 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 which can be a part of everyone's wedding in real exactly. life as we see now so, so yeah <laughs> but i do feel like she evolved uh, further uh, in terms of her female characters like alia's character in gully boy i think yeah. had all those shades of gray and you know she was she was interesting and cute but she's also very zidi and very sort of sneaky and you know yeah. not beyond smashing a bottle on someone's head yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i loved how she did that it was honestly i think a very very well written character and um, i remember tweeting or saying something at that time about how i would love to see her get her own spin off film um, you know separate from gully boy i would love to watch that is just such a real person that you just want to know more and more about her life Yeah totally and even the mo- the mom of Ranveer right in the movie like yeah. you know that is such her whole dynamics with her husband and the way she's been portrayed i thought was fantastic i know that uh, zoya sort of you know doesn't quite like the tag of being a female director hmm. so apparently she feels like she's too boxed in <laughs> and she doesn't want she wants to make the movie she wants and not get boxed into female or like female themes or female hmm. ideas but but these are all genuinely interesting you know movies in themselves waiting to be told yeah yeah absolutely i think so yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's high time india got a female road trip movie or india got any kind of like a female friends movie which is not in the chick flick like we, super yeah. light you know um desi girl category I mean yeah we we've only really the only one I can think of is Viredi wedding and that's in that chick flick desi girl category um I can't even recall another one um can you No I'm trying to think yeah. no Like yeah, if I were to compare it to English ha huh, nee because like, Hindi movies you've got like three idiots and you've got Dil Chahta and you've got this uh, all of her movies Zindagi na mile Zindagi no which of course is the prime example yeah. but there are so many Hindi movies that celebrate the idea of male friendship and then you've got things like you know sonu ki whatever that was which was about male friendship being disrupted by uh, yeah. a woman again still about friendships among yeah. men yeah that whole bhai hai mera wala feeling right uh-huh. most movies seem to evoke yeah yeah i wish you know the female equivalent of that was made by someone like zoya 
Which is why I got super excited when Tiger Baby was announced because I hope she does movies like that. Yeah, the whole Tiger Baby production. I I I really I mean I I just think that there is so much uh, so much to explore there, and I mean I, maybe I am just biased, but I think male friendships are fairly <laughs> unidimensional compared to female friendships and the emotional depth of female friendships. So I'm just surprised that we don't have anything about female friendships yet. I think she's perfectly positioned to capture that because I totally loved how she showed the dynamics between Chef uh, Ali and uh, Priyanka's characters in Dil Thadakne. Do yeah. I mean that whole mom daughter thing is just so <laughs> bang on. Think, yeah. You know, it's probably the most complicated relationship a lot of us have. Yeah. Uh, like can can't live with them. You know, <laughs> can't live without them. Sort of a feeling, and and that that was so well captured there. Absolutely. I mean, I think just the um, the way she brought out you know everything, the conflict, the very central conflict of. you know how every mom wants her daughter to be like her but also wants her to be different in some way and will be supportive in strange things and completely not supportive in other <laughs> things and all of those you know uh, contradictions it's just yeah it was really interesting and i i, I would love to see more than more of that and that whole indian mom thing right like end of the day your son is just a little bit like you know closer to your heart <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to put your daughter's name in the card invite Uh, yeah yeah and and yeah. even that whole like adjust karlo like you know have a couple of kids like everything will settle down just the whole look kya khayenge which is so ingrained in every girl right from the time we are little i think yeah just, absolutely you got all of that right i think yeah i think that's what i like about dil dhadakne though that i think again uh, in terms of bollywood movies about families that can be somewhat dysfunctional we've not had too many of those and i think dilharakne do was a really really great example uh, because there was just so much happening there and a lot of it is so interlinked with how our society functions how our families are set up who all the invisible strings of power at play um, so it was really interesting whether it's the father who has his own sort of influence who wants his son to do better but also somewhat looks down on him in a way yeah. because he's just because because he thinks of himself as self made and he feels like his children have got everything on a platter all of those things put together i thought were just yeah fantastically done yeah but also that's where i feel like this whole thing about you know it's not it's it may be a movie about rich people and and to i mean i don't relate to it to the extent that i can't see myself and my extended family going on a cruise hmm. but all the issues that are brought up are so relevant in every class right i mean exactly, this yeah. whole father son thing the whole father daughter thing like you know one of the stand out um, scenes for me in that movie is where you know they are having that family like extended family conversation about all the issues that priyanka is having oh, in, her in her marriage, marriage. Yeah. yeah and it literally takes the other guy to physically you know assault her or yeah. it takes the husband to literally physically attack her for the family to finally just stand up for her yeah which which i think is is such a window into what real indian women go through in every strata of society yeah uh, so i thought that was like bang on Yeah, and it's it's sad, but it's also so realistic in a sense because yeah, as you said, you until that moment occurs, everything else, all your other problems or complaints are considered invalid, basically. 
yeah yeah which is why you know we needed a movie like thappad right to say that yeah. even a slap is bad enough like you know you don't have to reach that that lakshman rekha to say that you know only if you get physically hit or uh, you know even if you're physically hit apparently it's not good enough yeah. for you to leave a bad yeah. marriage yeah yeah but also the other dynamics right the one between anil kapoor and uh, farhan's character the whole rich dad you know yeah. poor son in law and how they get paid off like well, there's just so many angles in that movie and it's all done in a very fun way Hmm. and and shot so beautifully but i thought that was like you know one stand out movie that she made that did not quite get enough credit yeah yeah i loved the uh, anil kapoor uh, shivali shah marriage uh, oh yes and the way it is you know hanging by a thread <laughs> <laughs> barely a thread right and there is just i you know because you see this with people who've been married uh, for 30 years where you interact with them and you kind of realize that there is 30 years worth of baggage in this relationship somehow <laughs> and you you cannot even begin to fathom what all has led to this point right and i think the movie it's amazing to me that a two and a half hour movie found the time to at least sort of scratch the surface there and you know look at it under a, a interesting sort of lens yeah yeah i think that's another movie to be made separately i would yeah. totally watch a movie just about the two of them and yeah. how they reached this point you know yeah. from where they were yeah 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 i would love to watch that yeah but also that whole uh, that whole uh, shafali i think the the key with zoya is she picks great actors Hmm. to to do these parts because it's not just like a side note the way shefali literally stuffs cake oh, in God. her mouth and in that one scene that's probably like a stand out scene in that movie it's it's my favorite scene <laughs> yeah 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 because it's just it and it there 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 is no dialogue um there is a little bit of background music um but it just says so much it's amazingly done so yeah 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 but also i think that you know at least with uh, gully boy um you know she got into a more sort of mainstream narrative arc where it became like let's focus on one character a little bit more than the others yeah. and let's do that whole boy girl conflict resolution yeah. and a bit of that whole underdog rapper scene so yeah. you know maybe that i i hope she doesn't go down that path even deeper like she comes back to <laughs> being very complex and gray yeah i i mean i liked gully boy a lot but yeah i would agree that i think uh, i i am personally just a fan of whatever she's done before that actually and um i feel like maybe i i know i feel like there could be a lot of people who could make a gully boy or something close to gully boy but not too many people could make a dil dhar apne do aur zindagi na milegi dobara aur luck by chance agree agree but also i think that's because gully boy in that sense is a little bit derivative i mean the movie hmm. is great it's fantastic and i love it uh but the movie sells through because of you know the strength of the performances the music the fact that you know this is a real rapper scene in bombay which we are talking about so yeah. it's it's all of those and and you know obviously ranveer is great um and all the supporting characters are great but it does feel a little derivative like starting from the first scene right that whole eight mile connection yeah yeah, uh, yeah i think that um is what probably doesn't make gully boy my favorite movie out of her whole list of movies yeah 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 i mean i i kind of 
I mean, I know everyone has a choice to make what they want, but I kind of do wish she would make a a female-centered movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think it would be done really well if she were to do it. Agree, totally agree. In fact, I I feel like she, I think she has influenced so much of our thinking already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, this is a very random take, but I I went on this trip recently, and uh, I think she's. made us believe that travel leads to profound experiences or <laughs> discoveries and yeah. and you're almost under pressure to like have an adventure right you're almost like why is nothing happening on this trip <laughs> <laughs> and i so, think i mean she she's tapped into a very millennial tendency there you know i mean yeah. we we don't just see travel as a break we see it as something which is meant to change you somehow right and she yeah. has honed in on that and she has exploited that yeah Yeah. And and it's it's all part of that ecosystem, right? For I mean, the whole Insta photos plus the you know uh, hot takes on Twitter plus your FB uh, tagging and and combined with all of that, it's 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 like travel is a definition of who we are, our yeah. identity, but also <laughs> our our one chance to to explore our identity or find a life partner or you know go through some you know profoundly transformative experience that huh. basically makes us quit our jobs and do something else <laughs> so i think zoya is just single handedly uh, zoya and her brother together have single handedly increased the pressure on on on, on you know rich indian millennials because I, they must really be feeling ki kuch to hona chahiye travel mein हाँ हाँ मतलब अभी तो ऑलमोस्ट लाइक यू सेड देयर इज प्रेशर एंड देन देयर इज एन एंटी क्लाइमेक्स व्हेन यू रीच द एंड ऑफ द ट्रिप एंड यू आर लाइक अच्छा आई हैव टू गो बैक टू माय लाइफ ओनली एंड नथिंग हैज चेंज्ड या एंड एंड आल्सो आई थिंक ओनली इन जोयास मूवीज डू लाइक पीपल स्लीप विद रैंडम पीपल एंड कम आउट विद लाइक यू नो सुपर पोएट्री राइट द रेस्ट ऑफ लाइक नॉट जस्ट सुपर I can still understand sleeping with random people and coming up with poetry, but तुमको वो दस दिन में तुम्हारा जिंदगी का प्यार मिल गया. That also happens in her movies, which is just next level. True, true. Yeah. Aspirational, surely. Aspirational. <laughs> yeah, but also frustrating when it doesn't happen. So I am like really excited. I wish she did a movie on, you know, women traveling because she herself has mentioned in a whole bunch of interviews that she travels a lot and she finds travel. Hmm. Um, a uh, life changing in that yeah. sense yeah so excited to see what that means if she did a girl gang movie yeah i would love to watch that yeah all right so on that note i think uh, maybe we'll wrap up this one with just our most favorite scene from all her movies most favorite scene mhm um yeah sure Uh, so I think we've already talked about Shefali Shah and her cake. <laughs> so I won't yes. go there. Um, but I did love. So uh, in Gully Boy, there's this uh, the the equation between Ranveer Singh and Vijay Raj, his father. Yes. Um, I love that, and I love the part where Vijay Raj comes and tries to tell him, "Listen, you cannot achieve what you want." And he, for the first time, he sort of talks back, and he says, "Why should someone else tell me what my worth is?" Mera okad kya hai? Ha, mera okad kya hai? which which i loved i thought that was such a, i mean it was quiet but it was also so powerful so yeah i think i would pick that one agree for me i mean I, my most favorite scene from all her work is 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 actually from uh, made in heaven Mm-hmm. I think there is that one scene where she decides to leave home and she's wearing all the jewels and sitting in the <laughs> bathtub. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's just 
you know visually so arresting that's that's probably my favorite scene yeah. in all her movies yeah i love that and i mean that that one has so much subtext it says so much and of course it looks so like you said arresting visually striking so, right yeah it's, yeah it's amazing yeah yeah but i also love the gully boy one i love yeah. the the gully boy like that whole okay thing and apna time aayega is just break out yeah absolutely all right all so right. wrapping up this episode Sounds good. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for listening and we'll uh, see you in our next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.